You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning to you. Happy start of the week. It's Monday morning, which means we are here to get your week started. Kapow, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Bayside, Greater Bayside. Good morning to you as well, Bianco. What's news? Not much, you know, just another day, another Monday. But you know what? We're going to make the most of it. It's going to be a good week, guys. I can feel it. Sure are. There's a bit of all over the place kind of weather. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But a couple of absolute lovely days, including today. 22. How are you? No, no, it's hotter than that. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> My phone's lied to me. That's great news. Oh, well. See, I knew I faked tan for a reason. Looks like you've got the wrong kind of phone. Let's do this. What did you get up to? Okay, so I don't know about you, but this weekend that's just passed seemed to be the weekend in years past that just everything happened. My social media was just flooded with memories of like parties I went to and like fun bar things that I did because everyone's born in September, yeah? <laughs> and so it was sort of a really rough start. It explains was- a lot though because, you know, nine yeah. Mu- yeah. Yeah. Do the math. We've done the math. Um <laughs> Yeah, so it started off a little low because all my friends and I were just sending each other memories of all the fun times we were having. Yeah. But um, it did pick up though. I did, you know what I did? What'd you do? I did homework for the first time in I don't know how many years. What? I am currently doing a course in America, would you believe, with how open this world is. What? Yeah, in Chicago. So I had to do a little bit of um, work there. But you know what's so weird doing this class? You doing a class in Chicago. Well, that's weird. But second of all, everyone's concerned about me being here in Melbourne because that's all they're hearing about is us being in lockdown. Oh, it's funny you should say that. I got a phone call from my American friend. Uh, yeah. I made friends when I went to that place last year because people from all places around the world actually visit yeah. places that I went to 12 months ago. You know where it was. I'd anyway. never hear about it. I got a phone call from one of my friends that were American. Yeah. I forgot they actually had my mobile number. <laughs> anyway, they made the effort. They called me. Yeah, so I'm like, well, nice. I'm not going to not talk to you. And it's, yeah, it's really interesting to hear the different yeah. perspective on things, how I, they're going. I just thought it was interesting that we're making headlines over there. Are we though? Yeah. Everyone knew what was going on in Melbourne town. I think for good reasons though, because they're talking about, you know... What mm. we're doing to sort of... Absolutely. Yeah, we all know what, what's happening. Anyway, how was your weekend, Bianco? Look, it was all right. I had early starts, mm. early early mornings, you know, the five to midday shift. That Brutal. was a bit stiff on the weekends where you're supposed to be relaxing. Yeah. But nonetheless, I had some good fun. Yeah. How many coffees were consumed? We know that you are trying to cut that out of your diet. Just the one each day still. Is that right? When you got well, up at five? Actually, technically, I had two yesterday. Still, that's a pretty solid but effort. But it was, it was a slog yeah. for two days. But it was good fun, nonetheless, and had my weekly Zoom catch-up on Saturday night. I saw that happy birthday again, Tomo. It looked like it was going off on the Zoom. Oh, you know, it was all right. I had to leave early, of course, for obvious reasons. But No, it's good fun. It's yeah. Good. I think that's, that's been a highlight, the fact that you can still keep in touch with your mates, you know. They may not be with you physically, but they are there with you. Yeah, see, I was reminded over the weekend that sometimes when my friends get together, some people go live on social media after live? a couple of drinks, oh. and one of those may have resurfaced, and wow, we had fun in 2019, that's all I'm going to say. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm glad that's what you're going with, and it wasn't me going with that. <laughs> I, 
Speaking of memories, though, I had a heap of memories come up on my social media as well. How depressing is it? But they weren't like fun memories. Oh. They were like relating to my school years. Okay. And there was particularly one that I'm going to highlight a little later on too. Oh, there you go. Well, let us know, Bayside, 0404000736. What did you get up to on the weekend? What's keeping you occupied? All the things. Okay, so I caught a train across the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm not catching them as frequently as what I did for obvious reasons, but I caught a train and as I got onto the train, I, I've never been hit with a stench quite like it. <laughs> now, some would automatically assume, well, you've, you've smelt a stench, you know, maybe there's some rotten eggs or something like that. No. Garlic. Ooh. St- like, <laughs> I, I was like, well, that's, this is such a weird thing to smell on a train. Yeah. Of all places, you could smell that. What? Garlic. Like, very, very strong garlic. Wait, what time was this? This was in the afternoon. Okay. It wasn't like it was early in the morning or late yeah. at night, you know. Late night garlic. kebabs or HSPs or anything like that. None of that. Just a really strong garlic smell. To the point where I had to go like right to the back of the carriage because that was where the clearest bits of air was. And this was through a mask. Wow. Maybe it was because... Because I've seen videos of the CBD of late and how deserted it is. Yeah. Maybe they're scared and they're protecting themselves from like vampires or something. Well, do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, wouldn't be surprised. It was a really strange thing to smell on a train though. Yeah, look, I wouldn't dig that, to be honest with you. But then, knowing the train line that you use, that's probably one of the better smells on that train. Well, look, you're probably not wrong, to be honest. But I just got blown away by the fact that a train could smell like that. (laughs) There is some weird smells that can come off trains and public transport at the best of times. But I have reason to believe that it was two individuals as well. Wait, so it was a garlic party? It was a garlic party. No. Yes. There's no way that two people who weren't together... Both smelt like No, garlic. they were sitting next to each other. Oh, okay. so I yeah, think they were together. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Wow. Well, someone had a big Saturday. I have no idea how it came about. I'd love to know, though. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest smell in the weirdest of place. I thought you were going to talk about, I saw online as well, that some people got into a big punch-on on the train over the weekend, which is not what you want to see. No, I don't think that was on the train. Yeah, during the moving. Yeah, have you not seen it? The doors were open. One was on the platform. One was in the train. Oh, really? Through the doors as the train was moving, kept Jeez, still fighting. That's a shock. I would have thought the train's driver yeah. could have seen because they have all these, you know, CCTV cameras everywhere and the, the drivers can actually look behind to see what's going on. Yeah. But no, stop that, guys. Not good. Yeah. Anyway, let us know. 0404 You can text us in any time. Send us an email. Get in contact with us on social media. You know, we'd love to hear from you. How how you doing? Have you had an experience like this one where you've walked into a place and the smell hasn't really reflected the vibe? <laughs> <laughs> love to know. I'm shaken. I'm stirred. I don't know what to believe anymore. I know. James Bond's been pushed back to next year. It's it's Damn. tragic times. No, I found something out over the weekend oh. and it's just sort of made me question everything. Hey, mate, are you okay? Look, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to be okay. I can't give you a hug. This. I'm sorry. I can't make it better. Where's the Glen 20, Jack? Um, <laughs> social anyway, distancing. Social distancing. Even, I need more so, actually. Um, I would, wouldn't hug you anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so... Over the weekend, a rather interesting piece of journalism came out oh. about the iconic hot jam donut, Bianco. And now that you're studying in Chicago, you can make the right investigations happen here. 100%. Okay, so get this. 
A survey was conducted by many Aussie bakers and the bigger brands that create donuts, yeah? Yeah. And it appears that the hot jam donut on most occasions isn't made from traditional strawberry jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what it's made of? Raspberry jam? No. (laughs) Fig jam? Apple puree with food colouring in it. Yeah, that would add up. Oh, yeah, like you knew that before then. No, I reckon I actually have heard yeah, that before. Yeah, because apparently consumers of the said hot jam donut prefer a smoother and runnier texture, which you wouldn't find in normal jam. So what they do is they blend this puree, so they de-pip it, obviously, Yeah. run it through the blender, chuck some red food colouring in, because obviously we still want people to think that it's jam, lol, and that's what you're eating in the hot jam donut. For the record, the best hot jam donuts you can ever buy are the ones you get at the footy. Oh, 100%. They're just, there's something about them. Like, there was one late night last year. Might have been one after one of the finals or... I can't remember. Anyway, I was at the footy with the fam. We're leaving. Mum's hungry. All of a sudden, she disappears. She comes back. She's like, look what I got. And it was hot jam donuts. Did you sing it like that? Look what I got. Nah, not really. <laughs> but I just, you know, add a bit of colour to it. Just like they do to actually make the things. I know. But I have, like, literally had this conversation with several people since finding out. And no one finds it as mind-boggling as I do. Really? And I thought if the one person that was going to just lose it over this, it was you. But no. No. You seem to be okay. I'm not surprised. There's a lot of foods out there that you'd be surprised how they're made. Well, funny you bring that up because that's what I want to ask you. And Bayside, what are the foods that you found out much later after consuming is made a little differently to what you would think? Well, there's heaps. There are so many sausages. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> Cabana. A lot of meats. There's a lot of meats. They're made differently. Mm. There's, you know, chicken nuggets. Don't start me on that. The actual percentage of chicken in chicken nuggets, you'll be surprised. They should be just called meat nuggets. There's more chicken in the vegan nuggets that you can buy than there's actual in the real ones. <laughs> you know what? You're probably not wrong. <laughs> you're actually probably not wrong to get that real the, texture there. Well, I've heard some really crazy theories of how soft serve ice creams made, which I don't want to. Oh yes, into. pig fat. Okay. That's, that's what apparently features prominently in that pig fat. Does that not just show the difference between the two of us? I was going to keep that under wraps so people eating their breakfast weren't put off. You just went straight. Nah, to the- it's not a put off. If anything, it's a put on. Who doesn't like to eat a bit of pig fat? <laughs> Extra protein, yeah? Well, I'm sorry to all the vegans and vegetarians I've just offended. Yeah, there you go. Way to knock half our audience off, but that's fine. Oh, well, I'm sorry. But yeah, 0404 A, are you rattled by this as much as I am? And B, what other foods? Is there like a mystery behind? It's funny you should mention foods. I might have a bit of a something to add to this. Go on then. A little bit later on. Now, Kapow, you sort of, you spoke about foods, all these revelations of foods that... You know, we look at and we don't actually realise what we're consuming. There's a lot out there. There certainly is. Hey, but I want to know, what's the weirdest language you've ever heard to describe things? What? Yeah, exactly. And you're probably thinking, like, what's the connection here? I just want to know what it is, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, there's Latin out there. You hear some Latin phrases and you're like, oh, they're, they're very interesting. Yep. Anyway, lately I've been paying particular attention to plant language. Plant? Yeah, plant. What do you mean? Language. Oh, is in like the actual, like, what is it called? The proper term, the science term of plants. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And there's there's some really interesting ones out there. These are the top 11 names out there that you'd look at and you'd think, hmm, well, these are rather interesting. First one, sneezewort. 
Its technical term is Archelia tamika. This flower might be incredibly pretty when it's in full bloom, but it's one that's famous for making people sneeze. Wow. What about the wart part, though? Well, it's just the technical term. Oh, but okay. it, this is just very interesting language to describe plants. Just knock me, knock me for six when I started reading these ones. <laughs> Sticky Willy. It's known as Gallium arborine. Yep. The Gallium arborine plant has acquired many nicknames over the years, including cleavers, clivers, bedstraw, goosegrass. Okay, the list goes on there. Fast-growing plant produces tiny star-shaped flowers from early spring to summer. So I'm sure you've got a sticky willy somewhere. Mother-in-law's tongue. The Sansevieria trifasciata. This flowering houseplant is commonly known as the snake plant. Oh. St. George's sword and the mother-in-law's tongue. Okay, so there's a few ways to d- describe this one. The plant's sword-like leaves were thought to be fitting uh, of the stereotypical sharp tongue of a mother-in-law, hence its nickname. Wow. I love that someone in their day job is just so done with their mother-in-law's BS that yeah. they're just like, you know what, I'm going to bring it to the office. <laughs> but this ha- is what I'm pitching. How's how they came up with the names for these plants? Yeah. Like, where do they get them from? Yeah, obviously, personal experience is what I'm saying. Now, here's another one. Kangaroo paws. I heard this one across the weekend. Kangaroo paws. Angoxanthoses flavidius. Wow. You know what this is triggering me of? What's that? I spent a lot of my childhood. I've got two parents who love nature, love gardening. And there were so many weekends where my brother and I got dragged around the gardening places reading tags like this. And so it's just giving me all the flashbacks here. So I just want to let you know that I'm having the same conversation that I did, what, 15, 20 years ago? I'm glad. And just a little background info on kangaroo paws. The reason it's called that is because it resembles the fuzzy feet of kangaroos. You learn something new every day. Can you guess what the next one's going to be? Oh, enlighten me. Corpse flower. Corpse flower. It's a titan arum. Arum? Arum? Anyway. <laughs> it's, just, uh, according to this, a show-stopping plant. And the final one I'll leave you with today. Please. And if you want more on gardening, Ooh. Mo- Molly's Blooming Hour on a Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, let's leave it to the experts. <laughs> That's no more on this show. <laughs> I'm going to give Carl's gardening tip every no. week. No, I'm not. But... I, I heard, um, Bianco, that Gardening Australia may need a new presenter. <laughs> Costa 2.0. I'll leave, you with, I'll leave you with this one. Shaggy Soldier. The Shaggy Soldier, otherwise known as the Gallansonga Quindrodiata. Hmm. Coming from the daisy family, well, it actually looks quite nice. <laughs> this flowering plant is known by several common names, including the Shaggy Soldier, Peruvian Daisy, and Hairy Gallansonga. Its native home is in central Mexico, however, it is found in other places around the world. There you go. So we know one thing for the day is um, Bianca's going to go out and pick himself up a Shaggy Soldier. <laughs> On that note. Bianco. Yes. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. Probably not. But at the moment, particularly in Hollywood, with the current political situation over in the States, which we're not going to get into, but a lot of celebrities are coming out and trying to encourage their um, fans to vote because obviously it's very important they should be doing it. And a lot of them are doing it in quite a weird way where they're almost doing it as a fundraiser, where they say, if so many people register to vote, we're going to release some content that you haven't seen before. Right. Now, I, I I don't know how I recovered, to be honest with you. The shock of it all, I didn't know it was coming. One of my favourite movies of all time is Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. 
which is, it's one of the most quotable movies. And to this day, at least once a week, I'll bring it up. And anyway, Tina Fey, who created it along with Amy Poehler, got a certain number of young Americans to register to vote. So they did a cast reunion (laughs) all over Zoom. And obviously, you've got Lindsay Lohan, you've got Rachel McAdams, you've got Amanda Seyfried, like amazing, amazing talent all together. Yeah, of course. And so on top of just having a reunion where they all got to just talk about their favorite moments, they actually recreated one of the most iconic scenes in the film. I think it was like 15 years later. So these women are now in their 30s, if not 40s, and they're playing teenagers. And it just blew my mind. It was so exciting. But I was just wanting to know... Of all the films you've seen over life, if you could have one reunion of any TV show, any movie, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. I'd love to see Dodgeball, the Dodgeball <laughs> cast get back together again. Make a Dodgeball too. What is it with boys in that movie? They're the just un- obsessed. The unfortunate thing is Rip Torn, who played Patches O'Hoolahan's, passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. He passed away in the last film anyway, like his character did, because yeah. he got hit by a Luck of the Irish sign in the yep. casino. So, spoiler alert there for those who haven't seen the film. So, he wouldn't be in the second one, but it'd be it'd be funny as to see White Goodman, which is played by Ben Stiller, yeah. come back and get revenge well, I was going to say, Joe's. not only would that be a reunion, it would be like the end of a mystery as to what happened to Ben Stiller. He's just disappeared off the face of the earth. He has a little bit, hasn't he? Like, when was the last time we saw him? It was weird. It was a little while ago. See, my dream one, like Mean Girls was something that I loved, but Bridesmaids, if I could just see that whole cast all together again, because they always say, like, of all the films that potentially could get a sequel, they're just not going to do it because they don't want to ruin it, which, fair enough. But to have them all on one screen just talking about it would be amazing. I know their director recently had a thing where if you were an American, you know, no shade, I'm not jealous at all, you could sit and have cocktails and he would go through like shot by shot how the movie was made, which is amazing. Okay, I pose this question to you. An iconic Aussie film, what cast would you get back together? Oh, the castle. I was going to say the same thing. See? It's that in this moment we've just realised why we're meant to be working together. I reckon Muriel's wedding would be a good one too. I was just saying to Jack that neither of us have actually seen it. No, what? I have tried to watch Muriel's wedding. You've never wedding watched it three times. I've tried to watch it and I just don't have the attention span. To be fair, I've had the same with the castle. I've only watched <gasps> it. And... Well, then don't say the no. castle, then, mate. No, but it is iconic. It's an oh. iconic Aussie movie. Also, um, Boy Town, which is the no, niche see, movie. I that, haven't. Um, that is niche. I would no say no one's seen it. I would say take away the movie. Remember when take you were away. you were famously talking about take away, and I played that grab, and, and it ended with so sir wishes to take the food away. I've never seen that. I've never even heard of that. You've got to watch it. Who's in it? Vince Colosimo, Stephen Curry. Oh, wow. Yeah, Rose Byrne before she became oh, a famous religion. American star. Um, what Dave a- O'Neill. What about Kenny? Would it just be oh, Shane? No, no. no. Would it just be don't, Shane sitting in the room by himself? Don't start me, please. Is there anyone else in Kenny? Don't start Asking me. Asking for a friend. I've never seen it. Yeah, his brother and his dad. It's a family affair. Is that right? Yeah. Why haven't we seen the other Jacobsons then? They, they are in other movies. Is... Okay. His older brother... Yeah. Name escapes me right now, but Elder Jacobson. Elder... <laughs> 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 Off the two. <laughs> as an older sibling, I never, I hope that I never get referred to as Elder Powell Elder, ever. Elder Powell, has a good ring to it, actually. Elder Bianco. Oh. oh. That's anyway, amazing. Anyway, the movie Animal Kingdom. 
which had Jackie Weaver in it. it yeah. Was, I said that there was a, a film that was filmed around Bayside. Yeah. That was the one I was referring to a few months back. Well, there you go. Filmed at a local supermarket. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Aussie films, what was that one? It's just reminded me. And it had Olivia Newton-John in it, not Grease, but Olivia Newton-John, Rebel Wilson, and it was about a wedding. Does anyone remember this? I remember that was really funny and they got chased by something. No. I, <laughs> what is that? A few best men. That's what it is. Brilliant. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you came up with a name because yeah. I had no idea where you were That's going That's a good Aussie that. film too. Great. There's there's so many out there though. But yeah, but I want to know, 0404 what reunion would you want to see? Yeah. I'm amazed you didn't say anything about Adam Sandler. Oh, I'm getting that to that later. I, I, I actually, thought you might be. <laughs> there's something I need to get oh. to. There's, there's an amazing thing, Revelations from the United States, a new film with Adam Sandler in it. I'm going to give you all the details after 8 o'clock on Carl's latest movie review. Baby, I'm jealous. Wow, it's funny, isn't it? Her name's Baby... Ba- Baby no, it's not. Oh, I'm having a mare. Baby Rexa. Baby Rexa, Baby, I'm Jealous. She sings Baby when her... Anyway. Oh, no, no, Carl no. and Catherine with you for Monday morning. Keep the um, journalism to me, thank you. Yeah, that's right. You're studying in Chicago, so you know how to get things right. Did you just say Chicago? No, I said Chicago. Okay. Don't question me, woman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's seven minutes to eight o'clock. And what better way to oh. end the hour than talking about something that's gone down in the United States, because you're loving the US at the moment. I am. I really am. Hey, so some prisoners were uh, played a song in repeat as <laughs> as punishment, and to be fair, I reckon it is punishment. It's punishment. This was the song. Imagine, right, you're in prison, and then the prison guards that are responsible for looking after you want to rub it in even more and they have this song blurring at you. Wait, on loop? On loop. Oh, my gosh. Yes. No. Yes, they got in trouble for it. I was going to say, that's inhumane. Are you serious? That on loop? For how long? It went on and on and on and on. It's been raised and these prison guards have gotten in trouble for it. But the reason I bring it up is because if there is a song... Yep. What what song comes to mind for you if it was a song that would really, oh. you know, really tip you over the line <laughs> like it has for those people in prison in the United States? Because yep. the prison guards have played it on loop. Mm-hmm. What would it be? Well, if we're going to go back into the past, I once upon a time served as a dance teacher. And no, I had no, a don't s- tell me you were a dance teacher. Crazy. I don't Absolutely believe it. Absolutely crazy. I don't believe it. Thank you for stealing my material. Anyway, um... I used to have similar songs like this on loop constantly because we were teaching a kid a routine. (laughs) So I really do empathise with these poor prisoners because, yeah, I feel their pain. I'm trying to think. We did a Lion King remix once, which sounded great, but after the 50,000th time. Um, Also with the little babies, sometimes I used to have to cover them. And there was the Wiggles which was played a lot. So, in other words, the song that would annoy you if you were ever in the same situation would be... No, you know the song that they were obsessed with? What's that? And in the end, I didn't want to crush their hopes and dreams, but I did. I banned it. 
What Does the Fox Say? Oh, Which no. is, has to be, I don't want to be mean to the people who made it, but it's the worst song to ever exist. There's another one that I can think of. What's that? This is the one that I reckon would seriously get on your mind if you heard it enough times. I'm leaving. Nah. You know how I feel about this song. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Sail away, sail away, sail away. You, you just got sentenced for something. You've gone behind bars, and the prison guards are like, let's have a little bit of fun with these people that have just come in. Oh, I would put myself, I would literally volunteer to go into solitary confinement. Create a dance class that. and go. I thought you would have liked that, seeing as you're studying in Chicago. There's going to be a new thing. Oh. I think the Europe thing's out. It's how many times Bianco tries to say Chicago. I give How many times I say Chicago? Yeah, how many times? And how many Chicago. times he butchers it, Jack? Get oh. the Excel spreadsheet out. You can't hurt me for trying. I do try a lot. I can't hurt you, but I can have a good crack at it. What? <laughs> oh, let's go to a song. Imagine this one played to the prison mates. No. Eight o'clock news. I after thought we this. banned this song. From our Monday mover, we go into Monday Motivate. Right on, 808. It's been a couple of weeks. We've missed it. That worked really well. I know, right? So good. No, it's going to be a good one, guys. This week, so if you're tuning in for the first time, we pick a certain individual who inspires us. We quote them and just really get you guys up and about ready for your working week. Well, it's individual or individuals Yes, in this case. Now, I have picked an individual this I've, week. I've just picked a lot of individuals. Fair enough. I've picked Steve Martin this week. Oh, good. Topical at the moment. So, I should go with Martin. What's his name? Scorsese. No, what's the one? Martin Short. Short. <gasps> we can, should have thought I? about... Yeah, no, okay. it's too late now. All right. Let's start with a bit of Steve, shall we? Hit me. A day without sunshine is like, you know, night. <laughs> you can see the clock in your head just turning till you figure that out. All right, go on. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Oof. I thought yesterday was the first day of the rest of my life, but it turns out today is. That's funny. I'll one-up you. Good luck. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, the shoulder action wasn't needed. <laughs> Thankfully, perseverance is a great substitute for talent. We know all about that. I resonate really a lot with this one. A lot. People who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Ooh, I like it. I love it. All right, one more from Steve, I think. Okay. Before you criticise a man, walk a mile in his shoes. That way, when you do criticise him, you'll be a mile away and have his shoes. Is this my last one as well? Yep. Okay. We are what we repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence is not an act, but rather a habit in any area of our lives. Oh, wow. Can Wordy. You have a little guess of who put that motivational quote together. Oh, look, if I was to go with anyone, I would think someone with real vision, real strive, real brain power. I'd say Kim Kardashian. 
And I hate to tell you this, but you'd, you'd be wrong. That is... Calbianco original. You cannot quote yourself. From the 11th of October, oh. 2011. So I was a lot wiser nine years ago, it seems. Had a lot more confidence too, making up your own quotes and putting on social media. Well, I like it though, not bad. I thought it was actually really good on reflection. When are we going to make the official Bianco um, quotes book? You could have like a calendar. Well, so far that's two. That's two. That's two that I've brought to the table. Do you have any recollection of actually writing these things? No, not really. So it comes as a surprise to you as well. There was one that I do remember posting, which I put as my cover photo, but I later deleted, so oh, I don't my- know what I said. Anyway. And I thought I was judging you about the garden segment earlier. Wow. And that was our Monday Motivate to get the week kicked off officially at 8 past 8. This is Delta Goodrum's new song. I have a serious question for you. As an expert in this field... Oh, thank you. Um, is there a correct technique to use moisturiser? Yes. I'm so glad you asked. Just to, I just, I just feel... Because I, I feel like guys could use some tips when it comes to moisturiser. First of all, I am still so proud of you that you've kept this up. Well, I, I just to, to provide some background here, I have had a little bit of flaky skin. Flaky joke. Like, kind of... I'm joking. In, I, I think it comes down to where... Like, I wear glasses. Yep. So, like, the constant on and off putting, Mm -hmm. you know, a few times a day every now and then, it, like, gets a bit dry around that area. And it's a very weird... Your T-zone. A very... Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. Okay. Thanks for that. No worries. You you know the terminology as well. It gets a bit dry. And so, I found myself having to apply a little bit of moisturizer. But Wait. What? Are you only moisturizing that one area? No, no, no. I was going to say... No, no, no. Come on. I wouldn't just buy one thing to moisturize a particular area. I don't want my protege to be a failure. (laughs) Anyway, I'm concerned that I'm getting it in my eyes because the next day I wake up and I'm like, my eyes are a bit sore. Okay. They say say not to put it in your eyes, but I think the last few days I have. Okay. So, let's just clarify. Have you added the SPF step in that I asked you to? No, I'm not going to. You have to. I can't. You need to look young and fresh when you're 60. (laughs) I think I already will, but anyway. So, first of all, you need a good SPF 50 plus, particularly now that the sun's out. But in terms of moisturizer, I learned this from my mum who has the best skin ever. Like, it's insane. I wish I inherited it. I didn't, but I take on board everything she says now. Never used to. So the way to moisturize is obviously cheek, cheek, chin, forehead. But when you moisturize, you need... Cheek, cheek. Cheek, cheek. Yeah. Chin, forehead. I've kind of been doing it that way anyway. Yeah, well, that's good. No, but when you're actually rubbing it in... Do it in an upwards motion. Upwards motion. Because what's happening is you're pushing the blood up and therefore your skin's going up too. Because a lot of people, the new trend, Bianca, which I don't expect you to jump onto. I haven't yet, but I'm tempted. What is it? The charcoal? No, it's the rock. The rock? Not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Jeez, I was going to say. You can get, I think it's amethyst or jade, and it's a big rock you can get. And people are literally getting this rock. And what do you do with that big and rock? Doing the upward motions because it's changing all the blood flow and you, it's a great anti aging. Upward, upward, upward motion with a big rock. With a massive rock. Massive. Has to be the certain rock, though. Don't go and get a pebble and do it, guys. Oh, Don't no, recommend it. No, 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 you wouldn't want a pebble. But yeah, so if you can do that with your moisturizer, it's really, really good for your skin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And this is just a general discussion about moisturizer. You know, it can apply for men and women. Yeah. Just, just a you know, curious question. You need a serum, though. And there's nothing wrong. You need an active ingredient. Nothing wrong with using a moisturizer, just for the record. Moisturizer is acceptable. What do you mean anything is acceptable? If you choose to use something that makes you feel good, you do it, guys. I, ha- I am feeling a lot smoother on my mm. face and even my hands, too. 
Because yeah. you apply it, you use your hands to apply it. So now my hands feel even smoother than what they have. But once you put some sunscreen underneath, you will just be soaring, no. flying. There won't be a star in heaven that you can't reach, my friend. I can't. Because you won't get sunburned. I can't get around the hole using sunscreen. Do, you have to. But a really nice one. I was having a chat with someone the other day. If you go to a good makeup place and get like the silky sunscreen, so it's not the real bulky one, yeah. you'll love it. It just feels like moisturizer. Uh, It'll change your game. Intriguing little tip. It's good mm. in the lead up to summer, though. Do it. Yeah, good call. Oh, well, thanks for that. No worries. Really glad you gave us that advice. It's 20 minutes past eight. I love the internet. I think we've established that. Yeah, so Partic- much so that you're studying in Chicago. <laughs> There's another one, Jack. Is there a prize at the end of this? Anyway, um, <laughs> so the internet, has, particularly in 2020, it's been a place a lot of us have gravitated towards. And there's been a feed that's been running the last few days that I'm obsessed with. And it's people confessing to stories that have happened within their family tree that they may or may not talk about normally. Okay. And they're kind of exposing certain family members. And a lot of media outlets have picked this up because obviously it's fascinating. Yeah. So I'm going to run a few little scenarios past you. I want to see where in your line of morals Mm. this lands, okay? Okay. So the first one is... And these are all anonymous, obviously. Sure. My great-grandmother was married to my great-grandpa, who has an identical twin. She secretly started seeing his twin as well and fell pregnant. To this day, no one knows who the real father is. But if they're identical twins, then the DNA would be... Yeah, but they're still different people. I know, but the DNA would be like... Well, don't they say twins, the DNA is like 99% yeah, the exactly. same? Yeah, exactly. So they wouldn't know. So therefore they wouldn't know. Fair to say the grandma had a type, though. Now, the the next one. My mother, who's still married to my dad, is sleeping with my ex-husband. Everybody knows except my dad. Now, these I don't like when people start saying stories like this because it makes it seem like they're cheating, but in actual fact, the ex-husband is the dad. No, but the thing is, this situation, this mum is not only cheating... She's got a relationship going with her daughter's ex-husband. Oh, okay. So you're not trying to mislead me to think that it's a lot simpler than what it actually is. Oh, no. I'm making it much more complicated. Oh, okay. You should know this. You've worked with me for four years. No, because I don't know if you've also seen this online, but lately people are posting things. They're posting these stories that are like, <laughs> the, a, a man uh, has a sister and who's their sister's brother. No, no, no. And these... it's like the sister's brother is the man. Because no, just... these are legit. Okay, the next one. <laughs> okay. When my dad died, this is someone, yeah. we found out that he was secretly married to another woman and was using a different name all while still married to my mother. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It happens more often than you think. And the next one. A few years ago, my uncle became a father and a grandfather on the same day. His long-lost daughter, who he kept secret from him by her mother, tracked him down and introduced both herself and her daughter to him. That's got to take the cake. When he just had another child. Yeah, so on the same day his child entered the world, so did his granddaughter. Wild. That's that's a weird coincidence. That's happened in a Will Ferrell movie. Has it? Mm. Which one was that? Um, Kicking and Screaming. Yes. Yes, 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 it has. But the same thing happened in Father of the Bride. Yeah. Because I think it's in the second one, the sequel, they've obviously got married and then they're having a kid. And then what happens is the Steve Martin's character and who's the other one? Is it Diane Keating? I think I it think is. I think so, yeah. Yeah. 
they decide to have another kid because they're bored because their kids have grown up and they ended up having kids at the same age. Yeah. It was fascinating. really weird, but it happens more often than you think. Well, that's it. Because normally when you watch those sort of movies, you're like, yeah, right. But there's people who actually resonate with some of these crazy tales and that is just living proof. It's like the stories of when people grow up thinking that their uh, mother is their grandmother and their sister is... Like, they find out later that their yeah. sister was actually their mother. Yeah. Because there was a period in... Oh, I want to say like the 30s where if you were sort of 16 and you felt pregnant, yeah. it was sort of frowned upon mm-hmm. and they encourage you to adopt the child or like they kind of force you to do it. I'm not sure whether or not it was it happened as much in Australia, but I know in America it happened a lot because there was a jazz singer by the name of Bobby Darren. I watched his life story once yeah. and he talked about it and it's fascinating how it happens. Yeah, well, there you go. See, family stories. But I'm obsessed with this feed. I might give you guys updates on Friday. It's just like my new favourite thing. Please just don't make them like weird tongue twisters where I, I'm, I'm left thinking, so is it the mum's brother or the sister or the... Because honestly, yeah. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> it knocks me for six. Now, Kapow, we remember the story of the man who went viral on his skateboard, sipping oh, yeah. some cranberry juice, which I still am um, claiming to fame that I was the one that made cranberry juice uh, on the scene. What? Back in the day, I used to love my cranberry. Remember the ad for cranberry juice? Where's the cranberry, granny? I don't so know. Oh, it was one of the greats. Anyway, before I go on to what I'm about to say, I'd love to know... What's made your day lately? Is there anything that's, you know, stood out? Maybe somebody bought you a coffee and just said, here, here's a coffee for you? Or have you, had, have you had somebody made your day lately? Because there is a lot of people trying to make it more of a positive sort of world by doing small things like that. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with just having interactions with people. You take it so much for granted before all of this happened. So mm. even just having a chat with a friend, but you know what did make my day? I found out that a place within my local area, within my 5K is selling cocktails from 10 in the morning till 5 at night. Okay. Now, I'd encourage you to be responsible and get absolutely, them at a absolutely. time of day, not at 10 o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah, but you can go on your walk and get that. So, that's made my day. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing. I'll be doing some investiga- investigative journalism for that the next week. Well, I've got some great news. Obviously, it... it Went viral. Nathan Apodaka, he was skateboarding, just a harmless little TikTok video yep. that he created. And it was to the tune of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams, which is now charting again. Yeah. And, well, let's just say he did a little interview and Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac, who imitated that viral video, surprised him. Have a listen. Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood, Mick welcome Fleetwood. to the program. <laughs> Say hello to Nathan. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's insane. One we owe you, and and it, it just it's such a celebration of of everything I've heard you talking about it, and it's it's so joyous and and fun. How's that? He comes on on, on the television program that Nathan was appearing on, saying we owe you. It's fantastic. When we were made aware of it, we just had to share it. It's just as if his life hadn't already been made already with some fantastic stuff. He he got made by this as well. But have you heard about the problem this challenge has caused some people? Because obviously cranberry juice can be used for certain medical things, Bianco. And because everyone's doing these challenges, a lot of people who desperately need cranberry juice can't yeah. get it. Oh, really? And it's not good. Okay. 
Sorry. So there's been a campaign going online saying, please stop taking all the cranberry juice. It probably didn't help the, the, the company that makes it delivered a, a lot of it to... Yeah, Nathan. exactly. Anyway. So um, it's interesting. But yeah, it's just goes to show so many simple ideas can just blow up on the internet. But it's just amazing when your day gets made, like yeah. Nathan's days have been made a lot lately by the, how it's blown up, but the small things that you appreciate at the moment, yeah. you know, the small things, if it's somebody buying you a coffee or you know, breakfast or something, it's, it's just great that, you know, there is some good out there. 100%. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday on 88.3. <laughs> you right there? No, my voice just went funny. <laughs> I sounded like I just, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Is because we're in different studios. I still can barely see you. <laughs> you thought it was the headphones? And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> but I'm glad that you're all right. I um, think so. I'm all right. I was just going to say that 25 degrees is expected today. It's 11 in Ormond right now and 11 in Elstonwick right now as well. Well, at least we know what Bianca would sound like if we did a show underwater. That was incredible. That was a bit funny, wasn't it? <laughs> so a little, a little bit of coffee went down the wrong way. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, I'm speaking. That was a perfect segue into what I want to talk about. What's that? You're living underwater at the moment? Feels like it. 404 <laughs> When were you just a hot mess? Now, this is coming off the back of a student in the UK. Who had a big night out at a university over the weekend, and Bianca, she got herself stuck in quite the situation. Oh no! Now we talked a couple of weeks ago about the young boy who got stuck in the chopper chop tin. However, this one takes the cake. So this woman is in her twenties. She went for a night out, and somehow they ended up at a laundromat, as you do when you're going out and having fun. Oh, no, I can't. I can only imagine where this is going to go. Now, she decided that she needed to have a bit of a sit-down, which is quite common. <laughs> and you know where she decided to do that? In one of the washing machines. In a clothes dryer. Oh. And you know what happened? It went off. She got stuck in it. Oh, no. The emergency services had to be called. And it just serves as a real timely reminder never to drink and dry. What if you only drink dry, though? Look, I mean, it's not good. So her (laughs) friends, who obviously also had had a little bit to drink that night, Mm. um, had to explain to the emergency services operator what had happened. And you better believe they took a lot of photos. It took a lot of um, struggling to get it out because obviously it wasn't their machine either, so they didn't want to break it. And yeah, so this girl sat in a washing machine for a couple of hours, or a dryer, for a couple of hours. Yep. Waiting for someone to come and help her get it out. Like, crazy. I, I Look, I really can sympathise with her because I I found myself in a similar situation once. Don't tell me. No, no, I didn't get stuck in, in like a washing machine or anything like that. Yep. But I got stuck in playground equipment. Oh, me too. On the Gold Coast. They make things a little bit differently up there. And <laughs> I sort of, well, I miscalculated my size. Oh, no. And I got stuck in one of those like... They're sort of like weird rectangles. Okay. It's like rectangle playing equipment. Oh, yeah. But it's like squares. Like in, if you, you know, try yeah. to climb it and don't climb it correctly, you can get stuck. And yeah. I got stuck and I was probably a few minutes away from needing to call emergency services. <laughs> don't try it. It doesn't end well. Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. When parents don't get enough credit, it's stuff like that where you're just like, my gosh. <laughs> That's yeah. some of your best work, Bianca. I'll never forget. You know when you hit that point when you're 
early teens. Your peak. Well, yeah. But you, um, you're at that point where your parents trust you enough to like go with a friend to a shopping center where there's a parent still there, but you're yeah. allowed to walk around. And a friend of mine once went into one of those cheap um, accessories places yeah. and put a ring on her finger to try it. And got the wrong size. Oh, no. And I got stuck on her oh, finger. Oh, no, that's not good. And it was that awkward conversation of going up to the staff member being like, it's stuck. It was like a $3 ring. Oh, well, that's were, not so bad then. But they were like, you're getting it off. Otherwise, you're buying it. My friend's like, I don't have money for this. $3? Yeah. Her Gee. finger went blue. <laughs> it was a tiger ring. I'll never forget it. But yeah, it definitely doesn't go up to um, the levels of a clothes dryer. I will leave you with this. As soon as you started talking about like... Washing machine, machine, machines, mach- machines, <laughs> machines, and and dryers it reminds me of this film that I still to this day don't know what it was. Oh, but, good! But I am convinced that it might be the James Bond film I rewatched not too long ago. There was a scene where it's like a dryer, like it's like a, an intense scene, and all of a sudden, if all this foamy stuff comes out of the dryer and a, a person shoved it, it's just it's Bianco. Ugly. That's the kids' movie flushed away. Well, okay, then it's that's not what I was going to go with, but. If that's what, really what you think it is, just flush. That's what I thought was going. You're going. Just with flush it. that one away. You know what else I'm looking forward to? What's that? The latest Adam Sandler film. <laughs> it's called Hubie Halloween. It is. And there's some big news to come out of this. A lot of people seem to think that there's a cinematic universe in Adam Sandler's world because he makes constant references to similar people, mm-hmm. and this film is no different. Now, there's a lot of commentary surrounding the fact that. Ben Stiller pops up as hey, Hal Al, which... Stop. Well, that answers our question when we asked where Ben Stiller was. No, I know, but this is different. It's different okay, again. Yep. This is in Adam Sandler's world. It's not in Ben Stiller's world. Anyway, Andy O'Doyle is a feature. The O'Doyle family, they constantly feature in his films. Yep. But one attention to detail that they haven't actually noted. They've noted she's in the film, but they haven't actually put the two and two together. Julie Bowen. Yes. From... Happy Gilmore. Yeah, but they haven't mentioned that in this article that I've read. They've said she returns as a love interest, but what they failed to mention is the fact that she was in Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. They just have forgotten it. Yeah. So it's like the universe is aligning because she's back in an Adam Sandler film. Well, when you think about it, like he does bring back the same people, like think Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston's been in a few. But I'm talking more along the lines of his comedy film. Like those were comedy films, but those sort of rom-coms. These yeah. are the direct coms. The direct com. That's direct.com. My, my new category for comedy, like direct standout com. comedy that's not yep. romantic comedy, it's called direct com. Well, there you go. I'm adding it to my dictionary. Is this, because he's due for a good film, because you know how they're sometimes a little bit oh, hit and miss? The, the critics are saying this is back to Adam Sandler goal. Oh, I saw a 5.2 out of 10 rating online. Well, now, now, come on, let's not be harsh now. Let's not be harsh. I love the guy. I think he's so funny, but Hang I... On. No, you don't. I, no, I don't. Okay, I don't love can, can all please, his movies. Please don't come to his defense now that I'm mentioning all the great people that no, are no, back no. in his films. I don't love all his movies, but as a person, I think he is brilliant. And his, some of my fave movies are from him. But what I find interesting, though... I don't believe that. I don't know if you know this, Bianco, is when he does these big films... I was watching an interview with him the other day. He actually invites his whole family and extended family. So you know how a lot of his films are... Just hit the don't mic. Don't get too excited. So passionate about the Sandler family. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know how like a lot of his films are based in European countries sure. or yeah. Yeah. Well, he then does like a full family holiday out of it. So yeah. he invites everybody, half the budget of the films go to all of his family, like 20, 20 to like thirty relatives all coming over 
and just hanging out, not being a part of the film at all. And his daughters are in this film, and I believe his wife is in this is film as well. Is that right? It's a real family affair. Steve Bashami as well. Yeah. Bashami, Bashami. He's a great actor. You know, he's, he's in a heap of Adam Sandler yeah. films. He just, he, it, they're like called the Rat Pack, the people that he uses, the modern incarnation mm. of the Rat Pack, because they were all the Saturday Night Live crew from the 90s. Love, love, it's love. It's just so funny, the movies they come out with. Looking forward to that one. Hey, we're at the end of the show. We are. Time flies, doesn't it? We like to reflect on what we've learned from today. We do. And I've just learned a new thing. You what? actually don't hate Adam Sandler like I thought you did. I don't hate him, no. I really don't. I learned this week that you are really into shaggy soldiers. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not into shaggy soldiers. <laughs> I just want to correct Kapow there. I actually have just shown more of an interest in planting. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I like trains more. I like planting He's a real fun guy, ladies. I, I am real fun, which explains why I'm single. <laughs> anyway, what have you learnt today? Um, obviously, the shaggy soldier. I've also learnt that um, if you eat and then go straight onto air, you just become a completely different person. <laughs> C3PO, <laughs> almost. We need uh, to give it a name. If you ever have like a light breakfast before you come here and you do that, we've got to call mouth. you a name. Monster Mon- Mouth. Monster Mouth. <laughs> Done. What have you learned today? I've learned that you're studying in Chicago, Chicago. remotely. That's amazing. That is amazing. Thank you. Thank you for a whole four weeks. On that note, let's get out of here. Have a great week. You too. Bayside, Greater Bayside. Stay safe. Stay well. Have a good week. We'll see you on Friday. Enjoy this magnificent weather. Yeah, make the most of it, guys. Mm, take Responsibly. care. Responsibly. Yes. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.